Hi, everyone. Welcome to the How to College podcast, where we share real conversations about what it's like to be a first-gen college student and what that means before, during, and after college. We created this podcast to share some of the knowledge that we've gained along the way and to help others going through some of the same challenges we experience as first-gen college students. My name is Sandra Fernandez, and I'm one of the new Season 3 podcast co-hosts. Today, I'll be introducing myself and talking about my personal college journey. This will take you from my immigrant parents to my education in Mexico and in the U.S. to working two jobs while going to college part-time. And I'll talk about how I finally made it to graduation day. Thank you for tuning into this podcast and allowing me to share my experience with you. Do you know Aualaguas, Nuevo León? I'd be surprised if you said yes. It's a small town in northern Mexico where my mom and dad were born. My road to college started in this little town where I can trace both sides of my family back for four or five generations. My mother's family moved to the United States when she was three. She was the second oldest of nine children. She grew up in Detroit at a time when you were punished for speaking Spanish, so she never really learned to speak it. She told me once that her teachers and others made her feel like she had to be ashamed of speaking in Spanish, so she didn't want to push it. Her education ended in high school. She's often wished that she had had the opportunity to go further, but it just wasn't possible. My father had similar regrets about missing out on college. His family were braceros. They were migrant farm workers who lived in Mexico and traveled to the United States for six or seven months out of every year to pick fruit. They usually ended up working in California, where the whole family would work for different farms and save up money. When the season was over, they went back to Mexico, and the next year they repeated the cycle. He made it through preparatoria, the equivalent of high school, but no further. Despite the fact that my mom and dad were both born in this little town in Mexico, they didn't actually meet until they were adults. They met at a dance in Detroit. My mom was still living there with her family. She was at the dance with her best friend. My dad was in town visiting friends, and they had convinced him to go to the dance with them. My mother says it was love at first sight. That she just knew that night that when she met him that she would end up being married to him. My father just tells us that he never left Detroit after meeting her. That his visit turned into a move. They got married about a year later and had three girls within the next five years. Yes, I'm the oldest. My brother would make a surprise appearance years later, long after we thought it would be just the girls. In my lifetime, I remember my father being a construction worker, then a foreman, and then a business owner. Even though he wasn't able to get a higher education, I still consider him to be one of the smartest people I've ever met. My mother was a stay-at-home mom. She was that mom who could hem your dress, make cakes from scratch, and just knew when you were up to something. She knew when to give us a little freedom and when to draw the line. I get my determination from my mother. And I'd need at least three podcast episodes to explain all the things my mother did to ensure that her kids all got a great education and all ended up in college. Our kids are going to work in an office. This was something my father said often while I was growing up. He would say this to his friends, and he would repeat it to our family members. Our kids are going to college, he would tell them. So I knew from a young age that college was the goal. It never occurred to me that I wouldn't end up going. Even though we didn't know anyone else close to us who had gone to college, we all understood that that's what we were going to do. My parents also wanted to make sure that we were bilingual. As I said, my mother didn't start learning to speak in Spanish until after she met and married my father. She understood it, but the lessons from her childhood meant that she didn't learn to speak it. My father was bilingual, but he spoke English with an accent, and he knew that this often counted against him when he was doing business. They wanted us to speak English and Spanish, and they wanted us to speak both languages well. They also wanted us to be able to read and write in both languages. 
To accomplish this, we were sent to study in Mexico. We lived in Aualewas with family while attending school there. I went to junior high and high school there. You have to remember that most prospective college students learn the college application process from school counselors and teachers while they're in high school, or they learn it from family members who have attended college. My family traveled back and forth from Mexico to the U.S. frequently, but that didn't give us the knowledge we needed, since I didn't attend high school in the U.S., and I didn't have access to anyone who had attended college. I didn't have any sources of information on the college application process. I didn't know anything. And this was in the days before the internet, so there weren't any handy online resources I could use to help guide me. I didn't know how to choose a college. I didn't know anything about financial aid or how to apply for it. I took my SATs once because I didn't understand that you could take them again. I blundered my way through the college application process, learning later the things I should have done differently. My parents tried their best to help me, but this process was as much a mystery to them as it was to me. By the time my sister was ready to go through the same thing, I was able to walk her through the process and share what I'd learned the hard way. And it was much easier for my youngest sister, who had both of us to help her. As you can imagine, my parents were very supportive throughout the entire process. The only real battle I had with my parents during my pre-college process was when it came time to pick a degree. I wanted to study to go into public relations, which back then meant getting a degree in journalism. This was something my parents didn't really understand. What is public relations? They asked. I tried to explain, but I don't think I did a good job. PR is something most people don't understand today, so I can't fault my immigrant parents for not understanding it then. Mija, get a degree in business, my father would advise. He knew I could make a good living with a business degree. He wasn't so sure about this public relations thing I wanted to study. Eventually, they both trusted that I knew what I was doing and stopped nagging me to change my major. I'm grateful that my father lived to see me succeed in my profession and that he saw me become one of the spokespersons for Houston's mayor. My mother was one of my most vocal supporters when I made the jump from working for others to starting my own agency. I'm glad they both saw the results of their goal that we have more opportunities than they did. But let me get back to the college experience. I started college at Georgia State University in Atlanta and graduated from the University of Houston. It took me seven years to graduate. Though my parents wanted to help, they couldn't afford to pay the cost of my college education. I worked my way through college. It was seven years of going to school full-time when I could afford it, of taking fewer classes when money was tight, and every once in a while having to take a semester off when money was really tight. Taking a semester off always made me anxious. I'd seen too many other people who did that and never made it back. Something else would happen, or they never got the money together for another semester's tuition, or or they realized that it was easier to just give up. Giving up was not an option for me, so I worked and I studied. I had a series of jobs as a receptionist for hair salons. I worked as a part-time office temp, where my ability to type 90 words a minute meant that I always had offers for data entry jobs. I worked as a tax preparer for H&R Block for several tax seasons. I worked as a paralegal assistant. One memorable summer, I worked weekends at McDonald's. This was back when they still did the children's parties there. I would go in on Saturday and Sunday and do four or five birthday parties every day. That meant entertaining and keeping track of about a dozen kids for each party. It's the most exhausting job I've ever had. And through it all, I kept on taking classes. When I finally graduated, I was so happy that I didn't have to take any more classes. I was exhausted and relieved. And I almost didn't walk because all I really cared about was not having to register for another semester of classes and not having to juggle the workload anymore. I do want to point out that I did manage to make some time to get involved in some college activities and to make some great friends while I was in college. I'm still good friends with several people I met there. 
Looking back at my college experience, I know that I was lucky enough to enjoy my time there despite the challenges I faced. But there's so much I wish I'd known while I was going there. So much I wish I'd known while I was going through the process of getting my degree and when I was applying. It's because of that that I joined this podcast. I hope that together we can help improve your college journey. So please join us for season three. It's going to be a great year.